Welcome, wow. good good fellows and madams and yeah, everyone in between. How, how you doing? <laughs> How's, How's everybody doing? How are you? I'm literally so good. Good. That's that's good. Thanks. How, how how are you? I'm pretty good. Yeah. Have you been working really hard? Have you been getting your ass up and going to work? Yes. Good. Oh my gosh. I hate that. I literally, there's no point in even talking about it because. Have I talked to you yet about the one TikTok account woman that I found that she like debunks every single celebrity thing and like so many celebrity couples are PR couples? Oh no. Oh, I'll have to. Wait, who's a PR couple? Like all of them. Ask me who you think and I'll. Are JLo and Ben Affleck a PR couple? No. According to her. According to her. I don't think so. According to her. Uh, Kim and Pete 100% are. (laughs) <laughs> you're just like really quiet i just um i just didn't really want my reality to be shattered today. yeah it's actually i'll have to should I, I should look it up real quick but oh my gosh like it's so fascinating she has like a love hate thing with the kardashians because chris jenner and all of them are so brilliant in the sense that like something bad a scandal comes out something crazy happens and then one of the other family members does something yeah like post an instagram pic with their boo that's like sexy or whatever to distract everybody from the bad like the thing whole that astro happened. world thing. exactly yep. no that's exactly what happened like a hundred percent to a t because kim went with pete to the amusement park literally like a week after astro all that world. shit pretty much i think i i should fact check that but genius um tom holland and zenday are which is sad because i think no, they're really cute no 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 no, no. <laughs> see don't fucking say that to me um, don't come at me and ruin my day apparently blake lively and ryan Re- ryan reynolds are people are sad about okay which one. one's real then if there's so many that are fake which ones are real um it's gonna be some boring ass shit okay she has a whole playlist on tiktok called pr couples and her thing is her name's emily her tiktok is called it's become a whole thing and she actually has a podcast as well i haven't listened to it Ooh, we should hey what you doing um, her podcast is called it's become a whole thing and yeah so let's see dax shepherd and Kristen Stop. bell no um shailene woodley and aaron Rodgers. apparently the julia fox and kanye thing was which that kind of makes sense because anyways yeah, yeah there's a whole bunch that i mm, i just want to know which ones are real or it like tom well, hanks probably that's the only one yeah i mean pr couple so, also oh so something really interesting if you look at her tiktok paparazzi photos that exist yeah. whatever there is a paparazzi agency called backgrid that celebrities call on themselves so a lot of times if you see a paparazzi photo and if it's credited to backgrid it's a staged like pr paparazzi thing <gasps> um I don't really know or care about them too much, but Sean Mendez and Camila Cabello or whatever, yeah, literally like during the pandemic did this shit so much because there's pictures of them like take there's like so many like paparazzi shoots of them like taking a walk around their neighborhood and they're holding coffee mugs like going on a walk with coffee like cute, but both of their mugs are like empty. Like there's like pictures of them like walking like with the mug down at their side and you there's no coffee there's no stain there's like nothing like they're just why 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 the like to just be relevant to be relevant to have people like care about what you're them doing. care about them there's like a whole thing of her there's like a photo shoot of her 
meditating literally like inches away from the front gate of her like gated home like she's sitting in the grass like meditating with her eyes closed and like there's pictures like why does she gotta meditate right there so that Mm. people can take pictures of her it's just it's so interesting so a lot of like photos that you see of like the kardashians or whoever and they look perfect and then you look at who shot them it's back grid it's like they're they called the pops the paps on themselves so Uh, i mean that uh, it doesn't surprise me it's just more annoying to me than anything because it's all really it is is a distraction from like what's really going on in the world no 100 percent, 100 percent, and that's fucking not cool either it made me realize i kind of knew a little bit but it made me realize that like so much of that world is fake and it's kind of like cool to know like it's kind of like so speaking of this is a relevant thing at this point when this episode comes out it'll be a few weeks but the whole uh will smith chris brown thing oh yeah i wondered so many things i about wonder that. if that was staged half the, half the people think it is and half the people don't think it is and then people some people were trying to blame jada and i'm like okay she didn't do well, anything well so i was listening <laughs> apparently in will smith's book or mm-hmm. jada's book whoever's book I, I don't, this is how much I know, right? Will talks about how Jada's, Jada used to take Tupac mm-hmm. and how that's like, I think, challenged his manliness or whatever. So I think like people are saying like he might have been doing it to like show that he was like he was going to fight for her kind of thing. Well, they they have, the whole family has like a YouTube show. Yeah, the Red Table or yeah. something. Yeah, and like literally so tyler and i watched a movie on sunday didn't watch oscars or whatever and literally we like we're flipping through trying to find the movie and there's like a will smith movie whatever it was and he's like i don't know if i can ever watch a movie with will smith and again because of that meme of him like crying at the <laughs> oh really <laughs> at the the red table youtube show because basically like it came out that they have an open marriage and that his like wife had like a entanglement or whatever with some other dude whatever 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 literally that night is when all that shit happened and we had no idea until the next morning and it was so funny that tyler would just like brought that up but i don't know i feel like they probably unfortunately don't love each other and they probably both are an open marriage and it's just like but whatever like i don't i would like to think that they are they are in love and they also have an open marriage like i would like to think that whether that's actually the reality probably not but in my little world where i don't care about celebrity that much right yeah you yeah you really don't that yeah i really don't yeah i love like taking a second and then walking away yeah yeah i mean me too because like there's i don't know it's just it's just the show the showiness of everything is like so annoying now yeah it is it seems so frivolous it seems so like ridiculous and like like a distraction like i was saying well but exactly like did the oscars or whoever or chris brown or will smith or whoever did they know that that would become a meme like it's did you say chris brown oops chris rock sorry (laughs) i was like wait who was it you know when kid rock fucking (laughs) got up and got smacked yeah yeah but like did they know that that would instantly become a meme like it did it did overnight you know what i mean and they absolutely knew it would become a meme yeah but it happens in politics too which is oh don't even get me started on the real fucking hollywood (laughs) (laughs) um there's like a picture of like pete Buttigieg getting out of like his limo and then hopping on a bike and riding like one block to wherever to show that he's like 
into eco-friendly uh, initiatives to ride like the one block too. Or maybe he's just trying to be healthy. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Hey, every mile counts, okay? Um, so welcome to Brought to You by the Letter with oh. Carly and Kelsey. <laughs> oh, right. We have a podcast going oh, on yeah. right now. I forgot that we were in front of microphones for a sec. I'm Carly and that's... Kelsey. And thanks for tuning in to our podcast. Um, we like to talk about everything from A to Z. We like to learn. We're on E today. No, we are not. Oh my gosh, we're on G, <laughs> G. today. I am currently drinking. It's a- called A B C D E F G. Yeah, I'm currently drinking a sparkling ice plus caffeine. Highly recommend. It's a very subtle but yet nice energy drink. Only 70 milligrams of caffeine. And this flavor is cherry vanilla. And obviously, I need another one because I'm like, my brain is. Maybe you've had too much. Maybe you should put down the cough, the caffeine. Yoink. Zoink. Um, but yeah, I mean, do you want to get started? Do you want to talk about your yeah. your topic? Yeah, guys. So I'm so excited. Let's do it. Welcome to Brought to You by the Letter. You did do the spiel, yeah. right? Okay, good. <laughs> I'm like a goldfish. I have like a 10 second memory, which is why I can never repeat anything <laughs> back to people like that I learn. I'm like, yeah, I learned about the guillotine, but couldn't tell you about couldn't, it couldn't tell you dick about it so <laughs> that's why we have our quizzes at the end of each don't fucking do each that to season me. stop you know kelsey so listeners i like to quiz kelsey on things uh often that's what i was gonna do is put a quiz in i know this thing. you I have every single I, right to quiz me right back you see, know unlike you i don't like making my friends feel uncomfortable D- does it really make you oh, does it sick burn does it really make you feel that uncomfortable be honest with me it does a little bit. Oh, it makes okay. me stressed out. All right. Well, then I guess because I I'm trying stop. to think. I'm trying to like come up with an answer, but also perform. So I I don't want to be like, oh. So wait a minute. You, like usual, you call this performing. Performing. <laughs> okay, I can stop giving you a quiz then. If you don't. no, I don't care. Okay. See, that's I I, 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 I truly don't care. <laughs> You you act like I have like these big things. I just I only care about like three things. So. Yeah, I was trying to get to the the fuck the fuck speed round and oh my god, Maggie looks so cute right now. She is just lounging, isn't she? She looks like magnificent, magnificent. Her name's Maggie. Magnificent. Welcome to brought to you by the letter. We are doing G for guillotine. Now. <laughs> that was an explosion it's very metal <laughs> it is um i do have to give a disclaimer for this one though because we're gonna be talking about guillotines used on people yes so it's very scary hey, if you get squeamish around like execution talk of any kind maybe this is not the episode for you mm-hmm. in fact i'm gonna give you permission to stop the episode right now check it as already played and go listen to another episode if you yeah. don't want to hear about guillotines but if you are okay with it Welcome, hello. Hi. Hi. I can't pause the episode Marcus played. I have to I have to stay here and keep listening. Yes, you have to stay here. Okay. All right, great. I, where's it my, took me a where's minute. my barf bucket? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. You know, you know how I did get a little nauseous looking yeah. this up and then I was eating lunch and I was like, mm, maybe I should do this separate. Were you from- eating tomato sauce and spaghetti and meatballs? No, I was eating <laughs> um a burrito. Oh, yeah. Or enchiladas. Delicious. Yeah. Also, there's a ton of French names in here, and so I'm going to do my fucking okay. best. We always do. So, with all the people that want to be here are here Hello. now, it's about to get dark and scary. 
I love it. Thank I'm you. really liking this metal situation. Okay. <laughs> Let me preface this by Kelsey, do not turn off the lights, please. Don't turn off the lights. I will not turn off the lights. That was an accident that one time, and I haven't done light- timed lights since, actually. Okay. Okay, welcome. <laughs> so, in the 18th century, the guillotine was designed to efficiently carry out beheadings. Because if we want to be anything, it's efficient. <laughs> yes. Entire towns in France gathered to watch executions go down. It was a public event. Mm-hmm. Everybody's like, why true crime? Why now? Open your yeah. eyes. We've all been obsessed with it since it's the beginning. All, it's always been there. Since the beginning. Yeah. So a common execution method for the time was quartering. Oh, yeah. I'm going to give you a little, little, a little tad. I know about this. A bit. So... Quartering was for the poor criminals and consisted of their limbs being tied to four ox- oxen driven in opposite directions. Not boxen or foxen? Mm-mm. Oxen. Oxen. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> now, doesn't that sound fun? <laughs> that sounds so freaking disgusting. Yeah. So in France, before the invention of the guillotine, members of nobility were beheaded with a sword or an axe, which often took two or more yeah. blows to get through. Uh, yeah. So the condemned or their family would sometimes pay the executioner to ensure that the blade was sharp in order to achieve yeah. a quick and relatively painless death. They'd slip some bills under the door and then the executioner would like take out his little sharpening stone and shink, 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 shink. Yeah. If commoners weren't quartered, they could be hanged potentially, but that would take a couple minutes, mm-hmm. which is how we have landed to the one and only the guillotine. Yeah. So what is it? The guillotine consists of a tall upright frame with an elongated blade suspended at the top. A person being executed is at the bottom of the frame with their neck positioned below the blade. When the blade is swiftly and forcefully and efficiently <laughs> released, the victim is decapitated with a single pass with the head falling into a basket or receptacle below. Ugh. Yeah, the system operates via a rope and pulley and is mounted on a high platform. The guillotine that most of us are familiar with was developed in the late 18th century during the French Revolution, but similar execution machines have been in existence for centuries. For example, the Halifax gibbet is one of the most famous and possibly the earliest decapitation machine. The Halifax gibbet is a monolithic structure made of two wooden columns that are 15 feet high and topped with a horizontal beam. The axe head is attached to the bottom of a wooden block that slides up and down via grooves in the columns. So it's pretty similar to Mm -hmm. the current day, or well, the 18th century design of the guillotine. The first definitive reference of the Halifax gibbet dates back to 1280, although it is possible that it could date back to as early as 1066. Oh, wow. So it's actually been around for a while. French surgeon and psychologist Antoine Louis, together with German engineer Tobias Schmidt, built a prototype for the guillotine. Briefly following its invention, the guillotine was called a Louisette, named after Antoine Louis. However, it was later named after French physician and Freemason Joseph Ignace Guillotin, who proposed the use of a special device to carry out executions in a more humane manner. So this was back in 1789. Mm. As a death penalty opponent, so he was kind of like unhappy that his name, he like... (laughs) This execution thing was named after him. Yeah. So he actually hated the death penalty. Hmm. He was displeased with the gruesome methods of execution and sought to persuade King Louis XVI of France to implement a less painful alternative. 
1791, the National Assembly researched a new method to be used on all condemned people. Having only one method of civil execution for all, regardless of class, was also seen as an expression of equality among citizens, which is kind of funny, a funny way to look at it. Yeah. This was also consistent with the idea that the purpose of capital punishment was simply to end life rather to inflict unnecessary pain. Right. Look at us being all civil. I mean, it kind of, in a weird way, it kind of is, you know? I mean, it is. <laughs> like it, in a, yeah, like in a... In a very macabre way, yes, it is. Yeah, exactly. So, during the French Revolution, the guillotine became the primary symbol of the reign of terror. Yep. The French Revolution took place between 1787 and 1799 and marked the end of the Ossian regime. So, I don't know much about the French Revolution, so I'm just going to give you a okay a sprinkle a do that a the french revolution was a hundred percent like we've talked about so many times before <sighs> european history i think 11th grade maybe 10th grade one of those that my, t- my teacher sucked and i just copied the notes that he wrote on the board and in one ear out the other i could not tell you a thing about it could not tell you a thing so the only thing i know about it is whatever was in lame is rob So it was a lot of singing. So I don't know really anything else. (laughs) Just singing. Quickly on the French Revolution, its causes can be summed up to a combination of social, political, and economic factors, as things usually Mm -hmm. are, which the existing regime under the rule of King Louis XVI was unable to manage. The result was the abolition of feudalism, the imposition of state control over Catholic Church in France, and the extension of the right to vote. Feudalism is a political and economic system of Europe in the 9th to 15th century and is a way of structuring society around relationships that were derived from the holding of land in exchange for service or labor. Mm -hmm. The system relied on the obligations of all three estates of the realm, the nobility, the clergy, and the peasants. Mm -hmm. During the French Revolution, there was a period known as the Reign of Terror where a series of massacres and numerous public executions took place in response to revolutionary fervor, anti-clerical sentiment, and accusations of treason by the Committee of Public Safety, which gradually became the de facto wartime government of France during Mm -hmm. the revolution. I bet there's a metal band called the Reign of Terror. Oh, 100%. Yeah, that's like a really good name. If Hey, if you're in a metal band and you're listening to this, and you should take that name because it's... It's a good one but it probably exists but if it doesn't yeah. if it doesn't get it <laughs> go get it now make some merch make some cool <laughs> make some merch yeah <laughs> claim it on the merch that's all you really need yeah. to do the, oh side note remember how we forgot what bastille day was or we never knew what yeah. bastille day was oh, yeah i it's it's part of the french revolution ah. and um it's when they stormed the bastille A-O-A-O-A-O-A-O-A-O. <laughs> If we ever don't sing on an episode, is it, like, not a real episode? No, we have to sing. Okay, I'm really glad that we figured that out. Yeah. So, the Committee of Public Safety demanded the arrest and execution of anyone who either, by their conduct, their contacts, their words, or their writings, show themselves to be supporters of tyranny, of federalism, or to be enemies of liberty. So, this loose definition basically could apply to anyone in France. Mm -hmm. So kind of crazy the reign of terror lasted from july 1793 to july of 1794 with approximately 17,000 people being sent to the guillotine including former king louis the 16th and queen marie antoinette let them eat cake yes so 
It basically in a year, seventeen thousand people were executed via guillotine. That's Wait, seventeen that's, or seventy. Seventeen thousand. Oh, okay. But that's like okay, fifty-two weeks, not including weekends, factoring an eight-hour workday. <laughs> like that's like sixty-five executions a day, or like eight per hour. What? Talk about efficiency! Oh my god. So that is efficient. That's what you said. The guillotine is efficient. They were not wrong with their <laughs> assessment of the product at hand. So could the guillotine be like the first like factory in a sense? Like the first like like uh what's it called? Assembly line. Like all in one. Yeah. <laughs> I Cranking don't know. out heads. Yeah. You know? Rolling them into baskets. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yum. Delicious. Great. Okay. So there's going to be a lot of pronunciation going on. You're going to so crush get, it. Get fucking ready. Where you're going to crush it. So the first man to be guillotined for his political ideas was the famed royalist Louis Collenot d'Agramois. Beautiful. And he was executed on August 21st, 1792. The first public execution took place four days later after Nicolas Petier uh, had been sentenced to death for theft and violently assisting arrest. Honestly, like, I feel so bad for those two dudes. You have to be the first one. Honestly, though, it's better than being one of the last. True. Because you're about to find that this was, like, a huge part. Like, everybody knew about these executions. So imagine if you were, like, or maybe you would be desensitized at that point and you'd just be, like, whatever. Yeah, I don't know. I think the unknowing of it, like the unknowingness of it, because mm-hmm. it's like a new, I was going to say weapon, but hot new you model. know what I mean? Yeah, like fresh off the press. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Fresh off the lot. Yeah. <laughs> Brand new use. So, yeah, exactly. Well, hey, you got a sharp blade. Yeah. So, yeah, they did test it before going to market. With watermelons? No, with corpses, actually. <laughs> oh, great. Great. <laughs> It would be so much better for my little brain. Uh, you can say it was watermelons, watermelons if you want. and cantaloupes. You know or, all those French watermelons or heads of cabbage or something. If I, you know what, I kind of wish that they did. Yeah, but no, just corpses. I feel like there's like some movie vision or like picture in my brain of like chopping a head of cabbage with a guillotine or. Are something. you having like a vision? Yeah, I might. I might be having one. I honestly would love to have a guillotine in the kitchen to just, like, chop things in half. I don't um, know. Just, like, I would cut everything in half, you know? Off, We're getting a little off, but... Oh, we are <laughs> getting a little off topic, are we? Do you have a paper cutter? Uh, not here, but yeah. So I, I have, so. like, a guillotine-style paper cutter. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Um, I love it. It's great. Love to cut paper with her. She works every time. However, scary. Scary oh, paper cutter. I have you almost cut your finger off? Yes, actually. Um, and you know what saved it? My fingernail. It mm-hmm. hit my fi- my thumbnail, and it didn't cut the nail off, but it left a like cut Gouge in my in finger. It. Yeah, yep. uh, I know exactly. I the feeling. almost threw up of how much that <laughs> freaked I'm me sorry, out. Sorry, that's not funny, but no, it I is. I know what you mean. It is funny, I- but it's also horrible. Like. Yeah, literally a half inch over would have mm-hmm. been my knuckle. Eek. So, Eek. so you kids Ugh. at home, if you're playing with paper cutters, be careful. Safety first. Yeah. 
you might have to do a PSA after this too, and I'll show you why in <laughs> oh, a little great. bit. So people came in droves to watch these executions, right? Mm. The machine was honored in countless songs, jokes, oh, and poems. Oh, I was going to look up a song and I totally forgot. I'll bring it the next episode. <laughs> Spectators could buy souvenirs. What? Read a program listing the names of the victims and even grab a quick bite to eat at a nearby restaurant called the Cabaret de la Guillotine. Wow. It's so it was like crazy. It was literally a production. Like businesses started popping up around because it was in the town square area. So businesses started popping around. Scaffolding was up, so people climbed scaffolding. It was a public spectacle. There was nothing else to do. Also, well, yeah. Some people attended on a daily basis, with some of the most famous known as the Les Tricoteuse or the Knitters. The tricoteuse were a group of women who sat beside the scaffold and knitted in between beheadings. Are you kidding me? OG crime peeps, what's up? Oh my god! When these executions were underway, these ladies were the ones who bellowed and jeered and would also express like disapproval of the accused. They were in it wow. deep. Some ladies even wore mini guillotine earrings, and they're kind of adorable, not going to lie. Do you want to see them? Yes. Cookie they are. What? I kind of want one. Those are so cool. I'm going to make one. I'm going to make them. You can make that on modeling clay, right? It's very detailed, but it's very cool. I'm sure they exist on Etsy. We'll Everything, post them on our Everything Insta. Like, Check like out our that. Insta at By The Letter Pod. At By The Letter Pod on Instagram. Thank you. Um, you should just cut my part and have your part in it because that's better. Everything like that kind of stuff exists on Etsy, though, for sure. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Do you know how many after doing after learning about um, nudity mm-hmm. with. Oh, yeah. The Fossa thing. Fossa So many little dicks on Etsy. <laughs> it's unreal. I've never seen so many little dick earrings, little dick like finger. Wait. Did you Rings. search for that on Etsy? Fassy news? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know. And that it you, came up. I didn't know that you searched oh, on Etsy. We're about to do a deep dive after this episode. Oh, okay. It's about to get deep. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> speaking of many things, there were also many working guillotines that were made oh, as no, like toys no, for no, adults no, and no, children. No, 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 no. Toy guillotines. Can you believe? And people would bring their kids to the execution too. Uh-huh. Like, it's a no for me, dog. Yeah. Like, no. So, <sighs> yeah. more than being just the, the hottest show in town during the Reign of Terror, the guillotine symbolized revolutionary ideals. Mm-hmm. Equality and death equivalent to equality before the law, open and demonstrable revolutionary justice, and the destruction of privilege. Mm-hmm. The Parisian sans the common people of the lower classes considered the guillotine a positive force for revolutionary progress. Also, get this. After the Reign of Terror, an event called the Victim's Ball became a a hot item, okay? Mm -hmm. This is where only the relatives of the executed could attend and these guests dressed with their hair up and their necks exposed, mimicking the condemned. What? Could you... (laughs) Could you imagine? Like, I want... I want an invite to the victim's ball. Jerry, Jerry, go sacrifice yourself for the family. 
That was really good, Kels. Thank you. <laughs> We're going to get canceled for that accent. That was so bad. Could you imagine, though? Wow. Isn't that, like, it's almost like an honor? I'm so confused. After the per- after a person was beheaded by a guillotine, their head would fall into a basket or receptacle mm-hmm. of some kind. And then the executioner would hold up the head for the crowd to see. And everyone would go, ah! Yeah. 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 Throw their mutton. Yeah. That's just what I imagine. (laughs) Well, Um, we're in France, so baguettes. They're, yeah, they're (laughs) delicate baguettes and croissants. The faces would twitch along with like eye and lip movements. No, 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 no. And I'll talk a little bit more about that later, but not right now. Some of the heads were even used for experiments post mortem, which is sad to me. Yeah. And I doubt they got permission from the families. Right, right. So, as the fame of the guillotine grew, so did the reputations of the executioners. Oh yeah, they were they were uh, famous. Yes, they, they were won celebrities. A great deal of notoriety during the French Revolution when they were judged on how quickly and precisely they could orchestrate multiple beheadings. I feel like they were equivalent to like a rest, like modern day wrestler or something. Oh my like, gosh, you know you're what I totally mean? right. Yeah. Yes, yeah. So the job of the executioner was often a family business, so multiple generations of families would serve as the town executioner. To me, that sounds like a death sentence. Dad, I don't want to be an executioner. I don't want to be like you. I want to play music with my friends. Yeah, in a band. I don't want to be an executioner. In my reign of terror band, Dad. Just because you're an executioner doesn't mean I have to be an executioner, I too. hate this family. <laughs> I hate this town. I hate this town. Exactly. So, one of the families that were most famed for being a state executioner were the Sansons. And they were the execution state executioner from 1792 to 1847. Oh, wow. And were spo- responsible for dropping the blade on King Louis himself. Oh, wow. During the 19th and 20th centuries, the role of chief headsman, that's funny, <laughs> fell to Louis and Antonelle Diebler, and Anatole Diebler, Anatoly Diebler, a father and son pair whose combined tenure extended from 1879 to 1939. Wow. People often chanted the Sansons and Diebler's names in the streets. The executioners were so popular that their choice of cl- clothing on the scaffold was known to inspire fashion trends. Wow. They were working it while also cutting heads off. They were like the original goths. They were like the original runway model. Yeah. Strut. Strut. Wow. Strut. <laughs> and executioners were also the subject of morbid fascination in the criminal underworld. So like... Gangsters were getting tattoos with like slogans across their back saying, My head goes to Diebler. Oh my gosh. Insane. Oh my gosh. So, a couple of nicknames for the guillotine used during this time. I'll just throw a couple at you The National Razor, The Widow, The Barber, Madame Guillotine, The Silence Mill. Not a fan of that one. Huh. Pa- the Paper That's Trimmer. Also, a band name, The Silence Mill. Nice. The Paper Trimmer. <laughs> there you go. Uh, the Capet's necktie, Capet referring to King Louis, Timbers of Justice, and the Patriotic Shortener. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so the history of the guillotine does not end with the French Revolution. Many other countries adopted this machine, including Belgium, Greece, Switzerland, Sweden, and some German states. And French colonialism also helped export that device abroad. So 
it got its travel time in. Yeah. Stamped its passport a couple times. France continued to use and improve upon the guillotine for at least another century. They made a number of refinements in the early 1870s, which included springs to cushion the falling parts and a new release mechanism. Wow. So another group that used the guillotine were the Nazis in Germany, mm-hmm. which I had no idea. They just seemed like totally separate things to me. Um, Cause you never, I don't remember hearing about any like guillotine things. Yeah. So I didn't either. I don't think it was in concentration camps. From what I can gather, it was to use on political like mm. prisoners. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll tell you a little bit about that. So the Nazis used the guillotine from 1933 to 1945 to execute over 16,500 prisoners. Among these victims were anti-Nazi political activists and German students, Sophie Scholl, her brother Hans oh. Scholl, and Christoph Probst. Wait. I know this story from German class. I bet Um, you do. We watched a movie on it and learned about them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They were part of the student-led resistance group known as the White Rose. The group distributed anonymous leaflets and conducted a graffiti campaign that called for active opposition of the Nazi regime. The White Rose wrote, printed, and distributed their pamphlets in the greater Munich area. Later on, secret carriers would distribute copies to other cities, and in July of 1943, Allied planes would drop their sixth and final leaflet over Germany with the headline, The Manifesto of the Students of Munich. In total, the White Rose authored six leaflets, which were multiplied and spread. In total, 15,000 copies of the leaflets were distributed. It's a really fascinating story, Um, Um, and these were just kids. Just from your, like, talk of, like, Tiananmen Square and then also, like, the Umbrella Revolution in Hong Kong and stuff. Like, it's all students. It's all kids that are leading this. It's the freaking... Yeah, because they got the energy. Yeah. I mean... Also, yeah. kids can... I feel like kids... Kids have the energy. They have... The, they're crafty. Yeah. And also, I feel like kids are less go with the flow. Younger people are mm-hmm. just... They're more about change and progress and moving forward. And yeah. Usually older generations are more like. Traditions. And, yeah, yeah. Or like, because, you know, they've done, they did that in their time. Right. So they right. did their part. Now they're like, okay, well. Um, I wonder if, have you seen the movie Jojo Rabbit? Oh my gosh. Don't even. I love it. Oh, good. So good. Do you think that it's tied into this in, in a way, sort of? Because his mom was part of like the resistance. Yeah. I don't know if it if it was like the yeah. White Rose. I don't know even know where they were technically. Yeah, I'm I know not in sure. Germany, but right, it might have been. I would have to watch it again to be honest. Yeah, that movie's so good. But yeah, hearing about this like sparked something in me and like helped me remember that like learning about this and just mm-hmm. it's just like so inspiring and also yeah. so terrible. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Fuck the Nazis, man. Yeah. <laughs> Back to the guillotine. Yay. <laughs> This is the least excited third grade class that ever existed. They're like, I don't want to learn about this anymore. So as we have learned, the guillotine was developed as a humane method of Mm -hmm. execution, as opposed to all that quartering and burning alive and whatnot. Yes. Burned at the stake. Burned at the stake. And hanging. Drowned in the lake. I want some cake. (laughs) Nice. Rhymes. English. Is this actually true? Is this a humane way of killing people? I bet you're about to tell me. 
I'm about to tell you a couple things. Uh-huh. On May 8th, 1794, French nobleman and chemist Antoine Lavoisier. Sounds good. Lavoisier was executed by guillotine. As a scientist, he was naturally interested in what would happen to the human head when it was removed from the torso. So what did he do before his execution? He said that he would blink as long as he could when his head was cut off. Oh, my God. There are some reports that say he blinked for up to 30 seconds after his head was cut off of his body. So, question. Maybe you know this. Maybe you don't. Did he volunteer to get executed? No. For, okay, 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 okay. Oh I know. Gosh. I know what you're yeah, thinking. Yeah, it kind of sounded like that for a minute. He was like, for science! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I didn't go into his crimes, but I, yeah. I know he was part of the French government at some point, and then they got in trouble with the de facto government, or King Louis, I forget which one. They were, like, watering down their tobacco products or something, oh, okay. along with a couple other random things that okay. were, you know, dumb and who cares. And so he got executed. Man. It wasn't like that yeah. quick and swift, but it was kind of like that. Yeah. Because I think six months later, he would have been forgiven Fine. or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. It's so stupid. I think this was him. Yeah, it was. He um, he discovered hydrogen. Oh, wow. And I think he discovered a couple other things. He's He was a very smart chemist, wow. like very contributed a lot to science. So I'm like, wow, y'all are dicks for killing him, but whatever. <laughs> And he was even, like, for a time, he was like, I could still be a scientist and just, like, help guys out. And then the judge was like, nah, fuck that. And then he just <laughs> get him out of here. Jeez. So stupid. So he was blinking for 30 seconds. Like, his head popped off. And then he was like, blink, 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 blink for 30 seconds. Kill me. Fuck. That's so scary. Vomit. Another experiment was conducted in <laughs> 1905 when Dr. Bao Yu observed the execution of the prisoner Henri Laguilo. 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 I don't know. <laughs> he noted that immediately after decapitation, the eyelids and lips worked in irregularly rhythmic contractions for about five to six seconds. Once the contraction stops, Bauye yelled, Laguila! To which the head's eyelids slowly lifted up as if a normal alive person was awoken oh. or torn from their thoughts. He recorded in his notes the following. Oh, God. His eyes very definitely fixed themselves on mine, and the pupils focused themselves. I was not, then, dealing with the sort of vague, dull look without an expression that can be observed in any day in dying people to whom one speaks. I was dealing with undeniably living eyes which were looking at me. After several seconds, the eyelids closed again. It was at that point that I called out again, and once more, without any spasm, slowly, the eyelids lifted, and undeniably, living eyes fixed themselves on mine, with perhaps even more penetration than the first time. Then there was a further closing of the eyelids, but now less complete. I attempted an effect of a third call, but there was no further movement, and the eyes took on a glazed look which they have in the dead. So this is starting to sound a little less um, painless than intended. Huh? Um, are you about to tell me like science of why that happens and stuff? Yeah. Okay, good. A little bit. <laughs> I have a little bit about this. Mm-hmm. So because of our developments in science today and a couple more things about the brain and decapitation, I can tell you a little bit more. Mm-hmm. So for one, 
A study in 2011 shows that brain activity ceases in rats that were decapitated after 17 seconds. Wow. Also, the fact that we are decapitating rats, I do not like. Right. No. Animal cruelty, don't do it. Why? Right. Science! (laughs) Based on other observations from the study, scientists believe that one is conscious for about 3.7 seconds after being decapitated. It's like the longest four seconds of your life, right? Yeah. Just like fucking... Right. Interesting enough, a study in 1981 demonstrated that brain cells were able to be revived after 15 minutes of oxygen deprivation. Isn't that crazy? Wow. Which is present sometimes when you see people have near-death experiences and they drown and then they suddenly come back. Right. It's not impossible. Right. It's just kind of crazy. Yeah. So I know that when you get decapitated, your head chopped off. You know, I mean, I know it for a fact. Yeah, we can't, we can't wait for it to happen to us. But I'm so excited. <laughs> and you don't feel anything because your brain is connected through your spinal cord to your nervous system. So obviously, like that nervous system isn't firing. You're off. cutting the power exactly. To the, yeah, that makes sense. So I feel, even though, yeah, maybe you are conscious for three to four seconds, you don't feel anything. So I mm-hmm. still would think that's a humane death over hanging or you know whatever drawn oh, quartered it's all definitely that stuff. better than right the other options right it's just still very gruesome yes. and like still not the best right you know how it is right though. <laughs> so in the 1950s french doctors finally concluded that death by guillotine was not as instantaneous as previously mm. thought So the conclusion is that after a swift decapitation, it will take about seven seconds before your brain ceases to function due to blood and oxygen deprivation. Mm -hmm. So rest assured, if you're not out in three seconds, you'll definitely be out in seven seconds. Right. Still not as quick as we thought, (laughs) The last person to be lawfully executed by guillotine anywhere in the Western world was convicted kidnapper and murder Hamida Jandobi Mm -hmm. on September 10th in 1977 in france and finally in september of 1981 france officially abolished capital punishment which put an end to the guillotine's reign wow and if you would like to see a guillotine blade used during the french revolution you can visit the police museum in france (laughs) wow and that's guillotine brought to you by the letter g damn that's crazy heads be rolling (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I don't know how I feel about this in terms of the public spectacle. Right. It seems. I mean. I get it, though. Like, I'm not. I'm not flummoxed. Right. We'll say. Right. uh, As we like to say on our podcast. We're not flummoxed. It's just. I'm a bit squeamish. I was eating lunch, having trouble (laughs) writing this paper and eating lunch. I was just feeling a little nauseated. Yeah. It's not, um, it's not cool. I mean, think back to, like, the Pantheon and, like, the, you know, the Roman and Greek, like, yeah. fights to the death. And it's always, yeah. it's always been. Just, you know. Minimum 65 executions per Yeah, it's week. a lot. It's a lot. Per day? Yes, per day. Per day. Per day. 65 people dead. Yeah. That's crazy talk. Yeah. It's a lot. It's a lot of dead bodies. 
heads be and rolling. <laughs> now I'm just gonna keep saying <laughs> we should just call this. Rolling. We should just call this heads be rolling. Heads be rolling. <laughs> <laughs> Bitches be crazy and heads be rolling. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> oh man. Oh man. Well, everyone, email us with your guillotine story. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you have a you have a grandparent who? Uh, no. I mean, there might be. So you never I don't want to know. No, I don't I'm done know with the either. guillotine. I'm yeah. good. Yeah. Did. It was it too gross for you? I feel like I kept it pretty no. topical. I want to get not too bloods and guts. I'm with totally it. fine with reading and listening to scary things, not viewing them. So, oh my gosh, perfect medium Twinsies. for me. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Well, thanks so much, guys, for listening and supporting thanks. us this far. We're so glad to be back, and we can't so wait glad. to keep learning, learning loving, loving, laughing, living, living, live, again. laugh, love, and learn. Live and laugh, love, and learn. Yep. Get it on a shirt. Get it on your wall. Put it above your bathroom. Get a decal. Ooh. Install over your towel rack in your exactly. bathroom. Exactly. Speaking of towel rack, I basically just finished my bathroom. Yeah. I'm for those who don't know, I am like I've been in fixer upper hell for like three years and not because it's necessarily I love my house. But because of the pandemic, right. we like took a, a year off. And when you're in a house that doesn't work too well and you take a year off, it's not a good yeah. idea. It looks great. So this is, thank you. This is the first step. And this is the first time we got something full, like pretty much done. And yeah. I'm so excited just to be able to shower in not the grossest fucking your, box. Yeah, your bathroom before was like one square foot like it was so tiny i know you could just step in there and just like rotate like to sit on the toilet stand up like rotate a little bit to wash your hands yeah like rotate more to- kyle loved it because he was like you can like lean your head on the oh. shower if you have to like if you're hung over and you're pooping or you can lean <laughs> on it while you're peeing and i was like oh no kyle, oh no this is literally not something that goes through my mind ever <laughs> Wow. There's Kyle's priorities. <laughs> He's like, I love our old bathroom because. Yeah. Why do you hate everything I Aww. love? No. Uh, I'm so excited, though, to smash that bathroom. Yay. I I sledgehammered the last bathroom, and I'm going to sledgehammer this bathroom. I do have a weird love for old school bathroom color schemes, though. Yeah. Oh, I'm saving. Did I tell you I'm saving like a little square of tile? I assumed you were because you're saving. You are saving the squares of like wallpaper and stuff that you. Yeah. But the color schemes of both of those bathrooms were like great. Like very fire. Yeah. Like really, really nice pastel. Like 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 70s. 70s. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I love it. Nostalgia. I love it. But. Well, thanks guys for hanging with us. Yeah. Thanks for listening. We missed you. Thank you so much. And for your support. And if you want, you know, if the spirit moves you, if the guillotine blade moves you to rate, review, and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, you can also hit subscribe to us on Spotify. If you listen to us on a different platform, I'm not sure what to tell you, but thank you for listening. Um. That was no way a threat, by the way. In no way a threat. We cannot be a trouble, legal trouble for that. Yeah. Feel free to follow us on our social media, all of the places. Don't feel free to fucking follow us already. Yeah. Do it. Do it. You know you've been meaning to, and you know, we keep talking about our Instagram and like how we're posting stuff on the Instagram and you've been like, oh, I'll check it out later. And now guess what? What? You can go on our Instagram. Instagram. You can hit follow. Follow. And then you just 
Send us, and forget it. Give us a like shower, a shower of likes. Ooh, yeah. Not a guillotine shower. No <laughs> guillotine needed. Although if you do want to send me guillotine earrings, my address is Thanks guys so much. Thank you. And then if you have any suggestions for future episodes, feel free to email us email us at by the letter pod at gmail.com. And we appreciate y'all so much. And thank you for listening. And have a good one. Stay cool. Stay fresh. Stay fresh. Keep your head on straight. Yep. Oh. <laughs> Wait. What's the thing about the head that you were saying about the heads will roll or whatever? Heads are rolling. Heads be rolling. Heads be rolling. Heads be rolling. <laughs> I, I for- I, did you see? I just like blacked out there for like, ee! like what did I just forgot the past two yeah. minutes. No, it's the same. It's, it's been a day. It's been a, a week. Day. It's been a life. All right. Live, laugh, love. Bye. Learn. Bye. And learn. Bye. 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 This is Guy Fier- Fieri's food truck. Thank you for pronouncing it correctly. Fieri. I'm making pizza rolls. I'm making crispy pizza rolls. I'm making charbroiled crispy potato rolls. Or <laughs> pizza rolls. I'm making charbroiled crispy pizza rolls. Soup. <laughs> I'm making charboiled crispy pizza rolls soup a la mode. <laughs> I'm making deep dish charbroiled <laughs> crispy. crispy pizza roll soup. Um, no, a la mode. <laughs> oh shit! I forget the th- the thing you just say. Deep dish. Deep dish. I'm making pan-fried deep-dish <laughs> crispy char-broiled pizza rolls soup a la mode. Uh, <laughs> I, like, don't even remember the word you just said. Pan-fried. <laughs> I'm making pan-fried deep-dish char-broiled crispy pizza rolls a la mode. Soup a la mode. Soup a la mode with waffles. <laughs> Okay, we're good. Yeah. (laughs) Good job.